Fantasy Six Pack Hour. With your hosts, Joe Bob and AJ Appleton. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, all right. Welcome to the Fantasy Six Pack Hour. My name is Joe Bond, founder of FantasySixPack.net. With me as usual, AJ Abergarth. What's up, man? Yo. What up? Yo. <laughs> Feeling good. Good talk. How you How you enjoying the smog? <laughs> the smog. The smog. I don't. It's, I don't know. It's just weird. It's canceled all like my my daughter's softball like playoff games this pat this like since. Uh, Wednesday, so her her Wednesday game got canceled, got pushed to Friday. Tomorrow might get canceled. They've had like all indoor recesses. This is pretty nuts, man. Um, I have no idea what's gonna happen if tomorrow gets canceled because eventually, like the the league that she has, like they'll run out of like time to have permits for the local fields, and so huh. then they're like, "What do we do?" <laughs> I guess we just won't have a champion, which will suck because they're a really good team and they could probably win it. So, oh, well. All right, moving on here. Uh, Dap, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I, I don't have any smog. Uh, no. So I uh, only get to see the cool videos and stuff. I mean, that's not cool at all. And I can't imagine what you guys are going through. So it's that really not, sucks. nothing like New York and, and like the Northeast. Uh, you can smell it. You can smell it, and it definitely, like, I'm outside for, like, you know, any longer than, like, five, ten minutes. My eyes start, like, burning. <laughs> it's like they're irritated and burning. He started kind of coughing a little bit. I mean, the air quality index today at one point was, like, 196. I was like, oh, my goodness. That is really bad. <laughs> Anything over 100 is apparently, like, not good. So, uh, 196 is really bad. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I hope. I hope uh, – I don't think it's supposed to get worse than this, AJ. I think it's actually supposed to start getting a little bit better, but um, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Here's the hoping. All right, so today we're going to be doing a little game of who would you rather have? Um, so we'll go through a couple of combinations of players, mostly like young versus vets type of guys. Um, Dap and I will be discussing that. Before we jump into all that, though, just want to remind everybody, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, follow, leave comments, whatever. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, it goes a long way in helping us out. And, of course, go over to fantasy6pack.net slash plans and become an all-access member today. We've still got all of our great fantasy baseball content, all of our you know number one uh, accurate rankings. We've got our Discord access. We've got all of our hitting and pitching planners and waiver wire articles that are paywall uh, paywall bound. Uh, but we're starting to roll out our football content. Um, and you know, I haven't totally finished the cheat sheet yet. It's very, very close. Uh, but that is coming very soon here to help you all get 
uh, dominate your drafts. We've already got all of our rankings. We've got our redraft rankings, our dynasty rankings, our IDP rankings, our rookie rankings. We're going to get best ball and Debbie coming out here very, very soon. Uh, and then we're going to be pumping out more content. And of course, discard discord is part of that as well. It's where you can get your custom questions answered by all of us at fantasy six pack. So, uh, without further ado, let's jump into a little game of who would you rather? AJ, you want to take the take the floor here? Yeah, yeah, Daddy, take the wheel. All right. Oh no! Um, oh, no. oh god! Don't do this to me. <laughs> All right, we are uh, looking at some guys that are new to the show versus some guys that are in the show, have been in the show. So let's just start right off with this first one. This week was Ellie De La Cruz week, uh, we'll say. Uh, I believe it was, what, Tuesday that he got called up? I don't even remember what day it is right now. Um, I've been through a lot this week. So, yes, Ellie De La Cruz or Tim Anderson. Uh, Dap, we'll start with you. Who would you rather? So when we uh, were talking about you know kind of topics for the show, you know, we came up with a bunch. Of, we always try to come up with, you know, easy to digest topics. And the would you rather, I thought was kind of a cool little thing. And Joe and I were talking about it. And, I mean, is there anybody else that we want to talk to than Ellie De La Cruz? He has to lead off the he show. Was like, he was clearly the headliner, no matter what we were talking about. So this was, oh, yeah. this was, this was perfect. Yeah, it's like perfect. It. The reason we had to pick Tim Anderson, though, um, obviously my choice is going to be Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, and we'll go into all the crazy stats here in a second. Was I was blown away by how bad Tim Anderson has been so far this year. I mean, it was, it, I knew he wasn't doing great, but he's awful. So just a couple quick Tim Anderson stats, just so you know, right? So uh, Jay Kuda just went Tim Anderson, like, tweeting <laughs> the last couple hours. And here's a couple of great ones. 315 players have 100-plus at-bats in 2023. Tim Anderson's launch angle of 1.5 degrees, not 15, 1.5 degrees, ranks dead last. And also, Tim Anderson and Andrew Benatendi have combined for 477 at-bats without hitting a home run. Just awesome numbers you definitely can, want to see. Can I, can I give you a little bit more on Tim Anderson's home run oh, prowess? Please. Holy cow. You realize he's hit one home run since last May. <laughs> he hit three in March and April since last two May? in May, like zero in June, ago, May one in July, zero, wow. zero in August of 2022. Yeah, not good. How did Dave Eddy talk us into drafting him? I cannot figure this out. Now, granted, I know he was hurt last year. That has a lot to do with it. Sure. But it is not picked up this year. Um, <laughs> And the thing is, is that he's he's 29, right? We're not talking about somebody in their you know late 30, you know mid 30s, you know. And he was always a speed and power guy. I mean, it wasn't even that long ago, 2021, when he had 17 home runs yeah. and 18 stolen bases. I mean, and this he was is probably a huge that year too. You're <laughs> thinking like if he could just get like 100 and you know 40 games, you're thinking 2020 mm-hmm. easy, especially with the new right. rules. Like, right? No, it ain't happening. I, the yeah. one thing I'll say, like. So he has picked it up a little bit. I did notice that. Like, I haven't found anybody because shortstops, 
you know, like he, I kind of like missed on the big shortstop names in most of my leagues. They all went super early for good reason. Tim Anderson was always like, well, yeah, I mean, it's not going to be bad. I mean, we're wrong, but, um, <laughs> not going to be good either. Uh, like, he has picked it up at least in like the batting average department. So in the month of June so far, he's hitting 313. So there's a at least a positive to take away from him. But no, I mean, I'm with you. Ella De La Cruz all the way. This guy's a monster. Number one prospect on the fan, on the dynasty fantasy six pack dynasty baseball rookie rankings by Michael Schneider. Um, and probably number one on everybody else's board. You know, I absolutely should have been. Uh, I mean, Tim Anderson would have to have one hell of a resurgence here to <laughs> right. overtake Dela Cruz the rest of the way. Uh, I just don't see it happening. Another weird thing about Tim Anderson too, you know, he's hitting 381 against lefties, but only 231 against righties. Like what? Uh, yeah, I I did a deep dive in Tim Anderson after you know we, I started seeing some of the stuff, and I okay, he's that, always been I mean, better against lefties, but never that bad against righties. <laughs> his stats are just shocking, and so yeah. this is crazy to me. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I think Ellie De La Cruz also, from a fantasy perspective, right, is must-see TV. Regardless of if you own him or not, if you own a share or not, I, I have to watch at-bats. So just a couple things with his five at-bats into his major league career. So this is, you know, from yesterday, MLB Pipeline. How many bats Reds- so far? <laughs> <laughs> The, the highest bat flip ever, right? Uh, so, so he already has the two hardest hit balls of 2023 for the Reds. The two fastest sprint speeds, the Reds' longest home run, and he has the MLB's fastest home the third time in 2023, 10.83. And, I mean, we're talking about a, almost 115 miles an hour off the bat. And, and did you see where that home run was? I mean, <laughs> the pitch was... Oh, yeah, like, like back row almost. Oh, my God. It's, it's just insanity. The, he He's having fun, and I, I love how MLB kind of put it. He's like... Hits like Judge, and and then you know runs like just fastest guy out there. I mean, it's nuts. Uh, yeah, hardest. Uh, so in Statcast tracking, the hardest hit home run ever, uh, first home run was uh, Jake Berger, 115 miles an hour, and then Dela Cruz at 114. I know we need to move on, but geez, I could talk about Dela. I mean, we could literally have a Dela Cruz this podcast. So <laughs> scratch what so, we're doing. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say it, it, instead of. Uh, you know, just hitting like Tarzan, running like Jane. He hits like Tarzan, and he runs like Tarzan. <laughs> so Ella De La Cruz hour, everybody. Yes. We're done. All right. Uh, I mean, how, how do we top we're, that? We're rebranding. We're rebranding on, on the spot. I love it. We can uh, we can top that with this little nugget of, I guess, breaking news. Um, Oklahoma has completed the three-peat in softball and beaten FSU awesome i hate fsu always will um so i just love can you name lose. can you name the only other uh women's softball uh college team to win a three-peat uh, <laughs> i cannot ucla mm. no that makes sense yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I can see that i mean they've done like everything in college sports at some point or what yeah at some point in time and yeah we'll move it on here church. next next um all right Next, we've got another youngster, uh, and I believe another red, Andrew Abbott for yep. Jack Hardy. Old Jackie boy. Uh, Joe, you okay. Can go, you can go first. Yeah, go, um, yeah, go ahead, Joe. Who would you rather? 
This one's tough, man. Um, yeah. I haven't, you know, I'm really honest with you. Like, I did not know a ton about Abbott. Had to look a little into him. Right. He's, you know, he's he's been good. Uh, K per nine rate, you know, exceptional in in the minors. Came up his one start uh, was really really good. Probably he plays for Cincy, right? And so he's gonna get that home ballpark, which is a definite downgrade. It's almost right. like you know, cores minus, right? It's right. like bad. Um, <laughs> Flaherty, you know, you know, you look at his overall ERA at four point one five. I mean, that is heavily skewed by a atrocious game he had against the Angels, where he allowed ten runs in two point two and a third innings. Um, he mixed in a few bad, you know, bad games, but kind of normal bad games early on. But since then, he hasn't allowed more than three earned runs twice in what one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and after that, it's been one and zero. Um, the walks are the biggest issue for him. I mean, a five point one nine walks per nine rate, right. left on base seventy four percent, which it, it's actually not. It's not as like as high as I thought it would be considering all the walks he has. Right. You know, like somehow he's just he's like wild but effective, like effectively wild or whatever that term is, right? Like right. it it is weird. It's just working. I mean, he shut down the Rangers even with five walks the other day. I still think reluctantly, and I don't like it, but I think I'm more on Flaherty just because I think I know what I'm getting from him and Abbott's still kind of an unknown commodity right and maybe that's just me thoughts so i own way too many shares of jack flaherty i I wish i didn't i I bought into it and then of course he's been injured quite a bit so you know the thing was always you know can he stay healthy and now we see him healthy and he can't find the strike zone and like you said i hate owning pitchers or having shares of pitchers where the people are saying effectively wild, because at some point they're no longer going to be effective and they're just going to be a wild. Right. And it, that concerns yeah. me to, to no end, but the thing is going for him, right? He's a St. Louis Cardinals and we know that they can fix pitching. But you know, when I keep seeing these lines where it's like, you know, eight K's, but almost as many walks, right. The five walks from the Rangers um, series crushing your whip. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're right. And that's the thing, but you know, great. It's uh, you know, ERA of 2.06 since May 9th. That's wonderful. But the Andrew Abbott. Um, okay, so you're right. I don't know if... Uh, I think they've already done a thing now that the Great American Ballpark is actually worse from a uh, pitching perspective in the sense of you know starting a pitcher f- for fantasy is worse than Coors is now with the humidor. So, you know, it, it yeah. can't... I don't... Not you can't good. start anybody there. But, for you know, they have... He definitely had, you know, Abbott had definitely did not have the start you wanted him to have. He had six Ks and four walks, but he only gave up one hit in six innings, um, you know, against Milwaukee, which used to be a, you know, a bigger like, oh, it's just Milwaukee, but they have some boppers now. But if you look through his minor leagues, he hasn't at any time except one time in 2022, and that was when the double A, but uh, in 2023 and in 2021, he never had um, a walks per nine over three. So he was always a, a really great control pitcher. And we're talking about double-digit strikeout potential as well. Mm. With Again, we're going to have another red here in a minute. Also, I don't know. It, 
I know what I'm going to get with Flaherty, like you said, but I also know what I'm going to get with Flaherty, if you know what I mean. Like, it's kind of like, I know what I'm going to get with this crazy ex-girlfriend. <laughs> and I just rather have a strikeout upside in the hope that my whip isn't going to be destroyed. Be- then the Flaherty, where, where I, I almost have to like open one eye and be like, is my box score going to be okay? I, I've been scared to start Flaherty almost every week <laughs> so far this season. And I, I just don't know if that's, the right way to go about it with pitching, you know? Um, yeah, I, I, I hear you. It's, it's, I would say it's 51-49. Like, it's so close here. But if I had to, like, you know, Dynasty, obviously, Abbott. Uh, but Flaherty, also with that injury history, I, I don't know if, you know, he might get a toenail that comes off wrong. I don't yeah. know. Just, and normally I, mean, I would say, you know, not a the Cardinals. So. I would say normally the Cardinals, too, you get the advantage of, He's going to win more games, but right now that's not the case. So exactly, uh, yeah. Cardinals are not doing that well right now. No, they are definitely not. So <laughs> no. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. So our next group of who would you rather? We're looking at Bobby Miller or Marcus Stroman. Death. Uh, so is yours. So Stroman is what we thought we were going to be in a lot of areas. We didn't think he was going to be a high strikeout guy. And we thought he was going to be a control per, you know, control pitcher as well, which he definitely is. But he's definitely looked better on all the other stat areas than I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be maybe league average. He's definitely been pretty good. Two point three nine ERA with you know one whip. I mean, he's been phenomenal. But we're we're fantasy baseball analysts, right? We're not we're not you know the MLB.com guys. And from that perspective, you know, there's a lot of things that are kind of lacking here, right? You're, 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 the whip is great. The ERA is going to help you. But, you know, if you're getting killed in, in strikeouts, this is not, this is not the pitcher for you. Uh, you know, Bobby Miller, I mean, he's already at, let's see, almost a third of the strikeouts and three starts of um, Stroman, you know, uh, and only has four walks. That whip is, phenomenal and again he's with the Dodgers so you know they're going to win a bunch of games so my thing here is this the Dodgers are going to win more games obviously than the Cubs the one caveat here and the reason I'm going to tell you I'm picking Stroman is because Stroman's going to get traded I guarantee it there's no way he doesn't get traded and because of that he's going to be going to some type of contender um I that that one kind of tiebreaker here where you know the Dodgers are going to give more wins to Miller you know, I, I think I can find places to get the strikeouts considering the ERA, the whip, and now I'm going to get wins when he gets traded. Uh, I can definitely, you know, figure out the strikeouts and he gives me the other four categ- uh, three categories. I, I'll, I'll take Strom in here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm in, on, I'm in on Strom too. Like, do I think, do, do I agree with you? I'll make this short. I agree with you. Bobby Miller is probably the better overall pitcher. The other thing to worry about with Bobby Miller is, He's going to get dodgered. You know, there's a term that I use a lot, and it's 
it's it's the Dodgers going. Oh, he's he's got a, a sore thumb this week, so we're gonna put him in the IL and leave him there right. for a month because oh, he's lingering <laughs> right. to manage his workload, right? Because if he's pitching that Still well, they're gonna so want him for the playoffs, sore. right? And so we see them do this all the time. Right. Um, it works. So they're they you know they're also gonna get some pitchers off the IL, um, and so it's just. It's a matter of time before he's not in the starting rotation for who knows how long, and that's and that's why you go with Stroman. He's a he's a safe commodity at this point, and he's doing like you said way better than we all thought he was going to. I I avoided him everywhere because he's just sort of like a blah guy, and it's right. so like he wasn't gonna win me any categories, but he could actually kind of hurt me in some, and I was just kind of like nope and. He actually would have been a pretty good draft pick where I would have been, unfortunately. So probably <laughs> the same as a lot of people. Right. Anyway, yes, I uh, <clears throat> I like the idea of Stroman as well. Um, there has been rumblings of him possibly coming to Philly, but they still need to start playing better baseball or continue to play. This weekend will be big for that. Uh, you know, a good test. So. I wonder if Moving like, on. Like the Rangers goes after him. Ooh, that's a good point. I mean, the Rangers, I think also then you also have the Rays. I, I, yeah. I just don't see how the Rays don't go after a starting pitcher. Um, you know, and Rangers I think make a lot of turn me too. into a starting pitcher, dude. They don't care. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so true. That does put their magic fairy dust on me, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know how they do it, but it's, it's Boom, you're what they do. They're like, oh yeah, we you know we saw this guy throw uh, peanuts across the aisle, and uh, the peanut vendor now is the relief pitcher for the week. Yeah, we've got oh. our new uh, starter, uh, his or opener, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, opener, exactly. Fire. There you go. Peanuts and now baseballs. All right. Uh, moving on, we've got speaking of the Rays, Taj Bradley or yeah. Patrick Sandoval. Go ahead, sir. You you, you start uh, off, Jeff. This one is yours, so you start. Uh, Sandoval has been a rather big disappointment this year. Um, I was expecting pretty big things from him, and he started off the season pretty hot, um, but has just crumbled here down the stretch for some reason. Um, and with that said, man, you know, of course, Taj has the issue of where. Of course, he's Tampa Bay. They do their own thing with pitching, just like I mentioned with the Dodgers. And, you know, he's first time in the majors. They're going to reduce his workload, too. They're going to manage it. I, however, do not think it's going to be as big of a management workload as some people think. You know, he did pitch, what, uh, if I could do the math, 74 plus 59, 133 innings last year, something like that. Um yeah. So you add on what, what, what's the math? Usually you add on 15, like, 20%, yeah. 15 to 20%. Yeah. So you do that said, math right now. Yeah, you, you said 150, you said 115 was his uh, thing. What should be 133. Yeah. Last year. So, okay. So 130, so 20%. So it's going to be uh, another 26 innings on top of that. So about 150, 160. Yeah. One, yeah. 159.6. So he's at 35 now plus, you know, 16 in the minors, he's got a long ways to go. Even if right. they limit him to, like, you know, five, five and a third, five and two thirds, you're still going to get some pretty sweet outings from Taj Bradley the rest of the way. And, like, you know, he's going to go deep in the games when he's dealing, of course. Um, 
as long as they don't have like a ginormous lead, which is unfortunately what they're doing to a lot of teams. But I think Bradley's got to have he's. And, you know, again, the, the, I, I'm not as concerned with the workload management as I think some people are, because 160 innings in today's game is pretty solid. You want to see 180 or, you know, closer to 200, but right. I mean, that's like an IL stint away from, you know, from 180 to 160, right? right. That's not a big deal. Yeah. <sighs> Who would you rather? Yeah. Um, Oh, man, this is this one's hard for me because I love Patrick Sandoval, but man, I mean the Angels have been so bad on the defensive front. And if you've watched some of his games, it looks like he could be you know helped out on some of these innings. And you know, there's been defensive you know miscues or something of that nature. And also, he's just not as dominant as I thought he was going to be as well. I mean, that's I'm, that goes without K saying. For a nine rate is just horribly bad last year it was nine the year before that it was nine now it's at a six yep and, and that's what? that's not gonna i mean again I'm we're talking about martin stroman not being a strikeout guy <laughs> the hell's going yeah. on here <laughs> that's that you know we're again we're fantasy analysts right so we're gonna talk about k's and whips and stuff like that and yeah that that's absolutely not gonna get it done and on, you know, when you're looking at these you know daily fantasy betters and they're talking about whatever line everybody's always going under with Patrick Sandoval, you know, you have a problem. I, and I honestly don't know how this big drop off has occurred. Well, Taj Bradley, if you even get, you know, you know what we're talking about, 150, 116 innings, I'd much rather have that. I mean, the K upside's much better, oh, yeah. you know, just on the July 4th, right? He had 48 strikeouts through 35 MLB innings. I mean, in, you know, with against the Red Sox, he had six Ks over the five uh, five innings there all day long. And yes, he's going to have blow-ups. He's going to have rookie issues. And, of course, it's the Rays. So he might become the opener for the next six weeks. Who knows? But I'd rather have that upside any day of the week. Than, and on top of that, the Rays are you know still killing it on Just the offensive side and everything everybody. else. <laughs> right. So, and the Angels... I don't know they what they're doing. They can't figure it out. <laughs> they can't the figure it out. Trout, they, you have the two best players maybe in the last, I don't know how long. I mean, Otani's just a freaking Although, probably the last seven years. Trout's not the best player in baseball anymore. Right. No. Quite right. a quite a big margin, in my opinion. There's lots of guys better than him. But still, he's right. still top. But interesting, I'm, I'm looking a little bit more at Sandoval's like, pitch mix. And so, you know, he has lowered his fastball usage every single season. Wow. Um, from 46 to 44 to 43 to 37 to 33 percent. His it's slider usage has gone up and down, but it is way up this year at 32 percent. His curveball and his changeup are about the same all, all, all around. Now, you look at like pitch value. Mm -hmm. His fastball was a negative value pitch his entire career. I mean... <laughs> That's probably the case for a lot of people. Like people can sit on the sure. fastball and just crush it, right? Uh, right? It wasn't like horribly negative, but his slider last year was a thirteen point five, which is really good. But it is all the way down to a one and a half value pitch this year. That's where he's getting crushed. It's not working for him this year. And I, I mean, I'm not like I'm not pitching ninja right on on Twitter. I'm not these guys who can like sit there and analyze every pitch that goes out and like see the spin rates and all that kind of stuff and like just know. But for right. whatever reason, it's not working for him this year. And until he figures out his slider again, 
he's not going to be useful. And that's where it's like, if you're not, if a pitch isn't working for you, that is, was your pitch. Right. It's time to, it's time to figure out, uh, you know, an alternative or maybe we see that. We see that, you know, year to year, um, all the time where a pitcher either loses a feel for a pitch that they used to like, or they over reliant on a pitch because maybe they lost the feel for the other pitch. And if you're telling me that he's almost dropped his fastball, even if it's negative, um, you know, piece, they have to use that to keep hitters off balance regardless. Yeah. Um, I, I don't throwing it anymore. Yeah. It's so weird. It's, um, and I don't care how low that you need to have a straight pitch that you can locate, you know, wherever. So that's, that that's really pitching odd. Pitching staff also like telling him, Hey, uh, your fastball isn't good. Use less of it. Well, that's <laughs> maybe <laughs> that's it was not... just a way to like keep hitters off balance, guys. Like sure. if you just, right. if you throw 35% sliders, people are going to figure that out pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they'll sit that's... on that and just pound you. So that's not good. All right. That will do it for that. Next on the Poor docket Matt. here, we've got, how you feeling, Matt, Matt, Matt? How you feeling, Matt, Matt, Matt? Matt McLean, Matt Chapman, or Matt Carpenter? We're throwing a wild card in because that's what I do. I sing, I dance, and I throw out wild cards. Matt Boom. Carpenter? Okay, so, so yeah. So, I, 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 I put three of the three. Don't forget the Carpenter famous singer group. <laughs> okay so, not so matt carpenter so no not matt carpenter so matt, Cha- <laughs> matt chapman and matt mcclain all right so of course you know we picked this because two mats don't make it right um but also i mean come on right now is anybody having more fun other than ellie de la cruz and matt mcclain i mean he's just everywhere yeah they're you know they're calling him on i love i love anytime a rookie comes up and suddenly they're having like you know you know you know maddie mcclutch and all these types of things that he's just one of the best things, and if you haven't gone on Twitter yet, just wa- look up anything about America's ballpark, right, where Cincinnati plays. They are doing a lot of before and afters, before the last couple of weeks, where they were showing you know the ballpark just absolutely dead about three weeks ago. And then drawing the smallest crowd at Great American Ballpark's 20-year history was on uh, mo- one Monday night in April. This last Tuesday night in June, with Ellie De La Cruz and Matt McLean on the Reds, the crowds are just going nuts and they stayed after the game and they were just high-fiving everybody. I mean, the, uh, again, I know this is not, that's not fantasy, but you just need to understand the whole vibe of that club has changed tremendously. Um, and then you have Matt Chapman and Matt Chapman. I mean, is he not started off real, real good? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he still leads the, you know, the uh, league top third baseman uh, with 136 uh, WRC plus, but everybody's catching up to him real fast. I mean, when you slump as hard as he's doing right now, uh, he's definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's Matt Chapman veteran. I mean, you know, McLean's going to hit, uh, is going to hit a bump here sooner or later. Right. I mean, yeah, but man, McLean is just, he's another, he's something else. I, I mean, right now, so right now McLean's only had 21 games. So exactly a hundred plate appearances, two runs, 19 runs. And he's doing a seven walk rate with a 26% um, K rate. Right. But his, <laughs> batting average of balls in play is 469. I mean, unless the dude is just killing the ball, that is going to come down tremendously yeah. at some point, right? And so, and the, But the big thing here, right, and then you look at Chapman, and 
everything is in line with his career. You know, uh, compared to last year, we're about one point one percent off one way or another on his walk percentage and his K percentage. So long winded uh, to say I would pick Chapman over McLean, but man, it's close. It, it's FOMO. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I, don't I, miss- also, I also think there could be more regression coming for Matt Chapman because you're saying everything's in line for him. Right. And I agree with some of the counting stats, but if you look right. at the BABIP and then his batting average, his right. BABIP is up at 359. The last few years has been hovering around 270, 272, yep. either yep. year point. that, 291. It's coming down. He's not a 280 hitter, which is what he's kind of doing right now. Um, that's just not Matt Chapman. He hasn't done that since 2018. Um, it, it's coming down, you know, maybe. And, and if 2018 with the Oakland A's. And if it comes down to, you know, if his batting average drops, maybe even as low as like 245, uh-huh. you're talking a, he's going, he's, he's going to be batting in like the low two hundreds for probably the remainder of the season for that to happen. That's, that's what's going to happen for him to, to drop that far. Now the power is, is clearly going to be around. That's not going anywhere. That's Matt Chapman's game. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you. It's it's definitely Chapman, but but it's close, man. McLean's McLean would be somebody that you know I would hope to be able to grab a hold of and sure. you know put on the back end of my bench for whatever schlub I've got sitting right there right now. So um, yeah, well, okay. so in the last for the last two weeks, the shortstop eligibility. Oh God, yeah. For the last two weeks, Matt Chapman has hit 171, 277, 317, one home run. But here's the kicker: he's only had 3.4 percent barrels. This is from John Anderson on Twitter. Yeah. I mean, if you're not barreling the ball, you're, you're not going mean, to get any power. But I'll say he's, they've faced some pretty good pitching of the last oh, week. You know, point, he's gotten Milwaukee, the Mets, mm-hmm. and then Houston here. Now, I don't know who started those games, but those are three pretty good rotations. And even the oh. one before that, I mean, even if you go before that, it's Tampa Bay and Minnesota. And depending on who he got from Minnesota, they're not, they're not nobodies over there, you know. So Sonny Gray and and uh, Pablo Lopez, who we'll be talking here next about, you know, can can still have his game. Cy Lopez, but, yes. uh, <laughs> but uh, you okay. know, all right. It's I think that's uh, that about. Did 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 AG just did AG just uh, just cut us off? Did AG just turn the music on like Academy Award Academy Award uh, like acceptance speech? One vote. <laughs> For Matt Duffy. Okay, nice work, guys. Matt nice Duffy. And next, it's position eligibility. That's why. I mean, I would have gone that way. Um, which is hard because Veerling's a former Philly. And, uh, you know, he did pretty well. Okay, now we're going with my own namesake, AJ Smith Schiaver or Pablo. That's Pablo that. who? That's his, like, Pablo dual who? name, like J-Lo is Pablo and it's his actual first fucking name. How awesome is that? <laughs> Pablo squared. It's uh, actually if you, I don't know Lopez if you know it's, it's is a Pablo great underrated Cy Young game. Lopez. It's Pablo yeah. Cy Young Lopez is his full okay, name, fine. but whatever. Pez right. underrated candy. Go, go ahead, Joe. What? Um, <laughs> get a low. Pez, get a low. Get a low. Pez. This one's Pablo Lopez for me. Yeah. Um, and it's Told it. Um, Shaver might you know might might get a handful of starts here for Atlanta while some guys on right. the IL Smith and, and set down yeah, like, to like hopefully Smith get right. Um, 
But Pablo Lopez has proven time and time again that that he can get it done. He's in a little bit of a funk, a funk right now. Um, he the since the beginning, here. since like the middle of May, he's he's had three out of like five bad starts. Um, turned things around against Tampa of all teams yesterday. So that's a good sign. You know, he, he's got that potential and, and we know like he, he, the beginning of the year, he went on a massively like hot streak there and it was, it was phenomenal. We were, you, me and Dapper were, were laughing to the bank with that one for a trade that we pulled off in the dynasty league. And, uh, and then he, and then he crapped the bed with uh, a six or five, <laughs> you know, earned run. And then he came right. back and we were like, yeah, see, we told you. And then he crapped the bed again. So it, it's <laughs> going to be up and down. That's kind of what he does. But, you know, I, I think Pablo's going to probably finish the year with a, a high three, low four ERA. It's kind of what it looking like it's going to be, but you know, he's, he's a strikeout guy. Um, and you know, innings eater when healthy. So, uh, I think, it's definitely Pablo Lopez for me. No, oh, yeah, it's, it's not even close. I, we obviously uh, chose AJ because he's uh, coming out, and also we have an AJ in in studio. Uh, but yes, yeah, it's not even close here uh, with because Pablo Cy Young Lopez, um, you know, as everybody knows, could could win the Cy Young as well, um, just because he's that good. No, I'm oh, really? kidding. Is that no, <laughs> but um, you know, looking at if you look at these starts, right. Especially with the, the first four that he had, where it's just, you know, two, two or less earned runs. He's had about, I'd say, well, there's four blow up, you know, games that he's had when when he blow up, I mean like five plus uh, runs. Right. But the strikeouts are still there and yeah. he's still, you know, he's still keeping that, you know, the walk rate down as well. The, those two things, the, the one, the, the main thing is just on those games where he gets killed, he, he's allowing a home runs. That's what's, uh, but other than that, I mean, and all his other starts, except for the ones that he's given up the five plus, uh, you know, runs, he's limited home runs, he's limited walks. So he's helping in almost every ratio, except, except if you're in a week to week league like I was, and I had Pablo Lopez just decimate us for those three starts. But other than that, yeah, I, uh, the one thing that you're going to have to be worried about is the AL Central is, just having some problems here with the offense in general and Minnesota, especially they have to get that offense back on track. So for you to ca- start capturing some of these wins, uh, you know, Lopez throws a gem out there, but they're, you know, going to get hammered. They're winning the division at least. <laughs> hey, you're right. You're right. But you too know, bad we don't... They, too bad. They're playing less games in division this year. Cause that would help <laughs> them a lot. <laughs> but you know, we don't have a, you know, winning division like bonus in fantasy. That's the only thing that sucks. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, de- Pablo Lopez, hands down, not even close. Yeah. Okay, all right. Moving on. Moving on. We've got the Battle of the Jays, Joey Weimer, or I'm sorry, was there a Weimer in there? Uh, or James Outman. Okay, so if you've never seen what Weimer looks like, because some people just don't have the time to look, <laughs> uh, to check out what their players look There's like sometimes. Dude. He has one of the most amazing mullets right now. You have oh gosh, got. Yes, he does. <laughs> you have got to check out this thing. It's epic. It's beautiful. Up just because you said that. Um, and it's just gorgeous. It, he has a quote right now. He's like, "My buddy Dre in Cincinnati. He cuts my hair for the uh, you know, for the last like six years, and he's, you know, not the most precise barber, but he's my barber, and he takes credit for the streak that he's on. And just to give you an idea of just how hot." Joey Weimer is in his last eight game streak. And this is from uh, Chris Clegg. I mean, he is t- just 
just video game numbers. Uh, just to give you an idea here, right? So he's hitting 481, 563, 1,000 for his, with three home runs, two stolen bases. and Is that good? Yeah, it's... <laughs> It's like video game on easy, uh, but the well, and he's the level all, I play on. Is that some kind of dig? Is that a dig at me? And it's, he's on pace for tw- basically uh, 25, 25 season of home runs and stolen bases. So yeah, might be good, and he might still be on most waiver wires, which is crazy to me. Him up in, in, in a couple leagues, so right. I was like, I, was like, I haven't free. looked at the waiver wire for a few days, but I was like, there we go. As I was saying, before you move on, I wanted to also point out how goofy-looking Andrew Abbott is with his weird mustache. He looks like the love child of, I don't know, Matt Ryan and Cher? Something. I don't know. Anyway, Joe, you were saying? Okay, but why we have James Altman on here as well? Okay, why we have James Altman? I'll I'll help you out, Joe. Why we have James Altman on here as well is because so many people had snatched up James Altman, especially in the last two months, and how he's just absolutely gone off a cliff uh, between you know April and May, right? Uh, You know, he had seven home runs in April. He's hit two cents. And, you know, just some of these numbers, uh, just to give you an idea, right? So May especially... I'm sorry, March, April, 20 RBIs, seven home runs. I mean, just killing it. Yeah. And then two home runs and nine RBIs. This is just not going to get done. And frankly, I, he's going to, I wouldn't say he's going to be pushed to AAA, even though there's a ton of fans on Twitter claiming that. He's cooled off considerably and he needs to figure something else out. That's where we're going to see change. So Weimer by right now, Weimer all day long. Yeah, I mean, at this point, Outman has become a streamable player, you know, right. you know, at waiver wire type of guy, like go drop him. And it's funny because like the Dodgers didn't start off super hot, but Outman did. And then the Dodgers, the rest of the team figured it out. And Outman was like, Outman was like, oh, cool. I don't, I don't have to worry about it anymore. You guys got exactly. Me, right? like, exactly. What the hell is going on oh, here? You know, you're supposed to hit with them. Like, <laughs> right. um, Somebody Dodger me, please. I heard that. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm with you. It, it's it's Weimer. You know, ride the hot hand. He will probably eventually cool off, and then you can be like, peace, pick up the next next guy. Um, right. Altman said, just doesn't seem to be. I mean, he ha, he's he is hitting 165 and 125 in the last two months. Like that's not going to cut it. You, right. you need you got you got to cut bait with that. Just period. Yeah. Speaking of cutting it, um, Mr. Weimer also goes up against. Uh, Oakland this weekend, and the first pitcher he faces is Funky Cold Medina, uh, Luis, who's got a rapid 819 ERA. So super. Medina is absolutely fitting, and you're welcome for all musical knowledge. I am now picking up Weimer in my 10 team points league. And dropping the bum who was mentioned earlier, Mr. Andrew Benintendi, who I picked up, hoping oh, to get something out of that doubleheader. Oh, yikes! And he God, went for a whopping over five. Just because. Do, do you think it's twenty eighteen? Like, no, I think it's like he might have been farther back than that, man. I know. I was trying to pick. Up. I don't know when he was good. I apologize. Well, he's dropped, and <laughs> last pickup of the week. So let's go, mullets. Let's go. 
Meanwhile, my team's name good. is Margera's Midnight Runners. 20 and I've got a picture of Bam Margera. 20 and okay. 20 year. Moving on. Yeah. We are no, done with done the Hi, who would shut up. Uh, Shut up. He had 290 in 2018. I guess he was old. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. After that. All right. Take your effing history lesson back to your radio silence. It's the only one that wants to listen to you. Wow. So for that. For AJ's that topic, angry today. For that topic. I know. Why, why are mommy and I'm daddy not, fighting? I'm not. Yes. What's going on here? What, why, why, Stop why, it, why, daddy. Stop why is, why is mommy, Stop yelling at me. Why is mommy yelling at daddy Joe? <laughs> <laughs> The laughter from the sky <laughs> comes you at you. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to laugh at the last daddy joke, so I had to this time. All right. Sorry. sorry. Okay. All right. Well, now that that's over. We, All right. Uh, so, you know what? Joe brought this to my uh, – Joe brought this to, uh, in the pre-show, and I thought this was a slam dunk easy answer. He asked me, who is hotter, Ryan McMahon, <clears throat> Louis, Luis Arez, or Wander Franco? And I was like – Franco, and then maybe McMahon, because I know Arez is an empty stat line. I was surprised by the answer here. Joe, do you want to talk a little bit more about this? So, yeah. So, I go to Fangraphs and how I do this, just to find this little fun topic to, to pull up every week. I do the last 14 days, so two weeks, uh, sort by WRC Plus and just get the top guys. Now, shockingly, Josh Naylor is actually the top, and I was just like... <laughs> We're not talking about Josh Naylor. <laughs> no. We just did. Uh, but ja- Ryan McMahon was next. So that was interesting. Luisa Reyes, third. Aaron Judge, but he's on the IL. We'll talk about that in a minute. Next, it was actually Ryan Noda. And I was like, Noda to that. We're not, we're not talking about him either. Uh, and then Wander Franco. So I picked, I picked three out of the six. Um, but yeah, McMahon, uh, 228 WRC+. Plus. Areas at 226. What is baffling about Areas is it's exactly what you expect from Areas. Right. He's hitting 522 over the last two weeks. You heard that right. 522. Yeah. Um, That's okay. Zero home runs, zero stolen bases. But the part that surprised me and the part that keeps baffling me about a res right it's not okay fine average got it no home runs got it how is he not scoring more runs like miami's not scoring more well i mean but it it seemed like it was the same thing as the twins and he doesn't have speed so it's not like he's getting on and then also stealing bases he has zero stolen bases during those 12 games um i don't know i just you want you see these numbers and you're like, Arez has to be on my team. But then at the same time, you're like, I need help with the other categories, <laughs> please. The, the thing that's really interesting, though, to me is when you looked at the uh, BABIP, right? The batting average of balls in play. All these guys that are on the list are 450 or better, roughly. Mm-hmm. The one person that's way below and yet it's in the top six here, now that he's hurt, we'll talk about it, is Aaron Judge. His ball, batting average of balls in play is 286. <laughs> Because he just, doesn't just hit a home run or not at this point. <laughs> right. Um, or he didn't right at a defender, but man, I, I thought the shift was going to, you know, the, the killing the shift was going to help him, but it just hasn't. Arreyes' K rate is just mind boggling 3.8%. <laughs> I, I, 
in today's game, that's just unbelievable. I mean, granted, that's a two-week sample size, but that is just mind-boggling Still to me. Still pretty phenomenal. <laughs> Jeez. That's just nuts, man. But, um, you know, then there's Franco who... Thank you. Yeah, I mean, he, he's still up there, but no power the last couple of weeks. Like, it's just kind of disappeared for him, unfortunately. Um, hopefully, he'll get back on track with that. But, you know, he's still he's still chipping in six stolen bases. And in his K rate the last couple of weeks, 8.9, uh, walking a good bit, 13. You know, he, he has cooled off. I was actually kind of surprised to see his WRC plus be that high, considering it's 10 runs, four RBI, and six stolen bases. They must really love stolen bases. Um, plus, he's hitting 421, so that, that helps right. too. But, um, I mean, yeah. sl- I mean, slugging almost 600 too. But, I mean, yeah, every time he's getting on base, it almost seems like he's uh, still stealing a base. Like, if you have any shares of Wanda Franco, you, you almost look at it and be like, okay, he I got on base, and he's going to get a stolen base. He, he's... He has always had speed, but I didn't expect him to be. He was one of the first people I thought of that was going to take advantage of the stolen base rule, and he's absolutely crushing it. I easily a twenty twenty guy, probably a thirty thirty guy. I just I'm, I'm really impressed by his speed. But yeah, the, the K percentage being in the single digits again, considering how young he is, I think the power is going to come. I, he yeah, definitely well, I- has it. I mean, he started. He started off with five home runs in in March, April, and then only two last month. So the the power dip is a little bit concerning. I, I'm not. I, I would bet he does not hit thirty. <laughs> really pretty easily, pretty easily, he's not going to hit thirty home runs this year. Really, really. Okay. All right. Look. So I shaved. I don't know if you know this because I lost my bet to you. Um, about uh, Batista, I, I said he was not going to be the you know this great closer, and I, I already paid. I'm, I'm paid, so I shaved because I knew that I lost that bet. So there you go, Joe. That's why Joe but, took but, 14 minutes to go find his Orioles hat. But I am not going to give up on this 30-30 love. I I, I think it's going to be a lot closer than you think with Mr. Franco. So uh, cue the Dion. I I'm smell gonna, another yeah. bet. I'm, I'm I'm putting the yeah, uh, Franco Wander, I roam around, around, around the bases, around. Boom. It's another song. Anyway, I don't know if we actually answered the question. I mean, who's hotter is Ryan McMahon. He's killing it right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, right. The, Ryan McMahon. Ryan McMahon's the hottest, and I, I I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I mean, he's got the probably the best overall stat line of the last couple of weeks too. You know, it's. And it didn't hurt that they've been playing in Colorado pretty much yeah, every game exactly. yeah, for the yeah. last like five bombs, double digit runs, double digit RBI, no steals, unfortunately. But um, did, I did think you, you're you're you able to find steals on a in a lot of places right Is now. Is that so. why you needed the hat? What did you burn your head on a toaster? I okay. Oh, I got a haircut and I'm still I'm still okay. balding. So so we're good. Yeah, that's that's when you don't get haircuts when you're balding. I just you I gave get up yourself on a nice craziness. little hair island and you let it go. No, All right, it just looks stupid on me. I've seen okay, that. quick hits. Who steps up with Judge? AJ wants to be on like FM radio so bad. He wants all the little side effects. Are you though. calling me ugly now? Are you saying I got a, a, a radio face? Well, yes. I think I got a podcast. We've we've, face, we've known so. that for a while. Okay, Baldy. Who's who would you rather, Joe or Brian Baldinger? Hmm. Wait. Huh? Never mind. 
What? Bad joke. Okay. Um, okay, all back right. to the quickets. Who steps up with Judge on the IL? Uh, parenthetically, no timetable for his return. Yeah, so you would you would hope Oswaldo Cabrera is the person that's going to step up, but uh, yeah, it's not happening. I mean, I, I picked him up a lot of places late in the draft. I was really expecting this maybe to be a sleeper, and he's shown you know he's he's shown some life here and there, but it just he. Uh, I mean, he's got speed. He's got a little bit of pop. He's had four home runs already in, you know, 52 games, but that's not it. They're they're not starting him either. Like, that's the thing. That's the thing. Yeah. They don't trust him at all. So, who do you think it's going to be? I mean, you think Bowers, they're rolling out. Um, Willie Calhoun. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I saw Jake Bowers back. So that guess that helps a little bit, but you know, he plays third and DH. So, you know, maybe (laughs) do they, do they dare put Stanton back in the outfield? I mean, he'll get hurt the very next day. Right. God, he's so well, I mean, I, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, Billy McKinney, (laughs) he got called up, but like it's, it's not They're gonna pretty. trade. It, it's a who's again, who of Andrew Benintendi. It's a who's who of failed prospects so far, right? Jake Bowers from Cleveland. Yeah. Um, although, all, you know, after you know being on the you know twenty four for so many years um, on Fox, okay. if you ever watch the show, there was Jake all the time. But you know, you look at this, and this really highlights how kind of shallow you know the Yankees team was i mean you know they can't pull up you know that uber prospect right from the minors like we've seen with cincinnati and things of that nature because they've traded those already Uh, they really need to figure something out here either they need to make a big splash or they're gonna just kind of you know sit there mediocrity while the rays are just gonna take off you know who you know who they wish they probably had right now please aaron hicks (laughs) who's now with the o's oh yeah (laughs) i mean or, laugh, or, but, or Josh Naylor. I laugh, but maybe it's true. Or they that trade for right. Or they try for Ryan McMahon. And take him out. Jeez, they're a mess. I honestly, um, be terrible. They they are an absolute mess, and I I can see them doing one of two desperate things. They're going to either try to pull up somebody early from the minors that shouldn't be pulled up, or they make a, a desperate play for one of these uh, key, you know. I, I, you know, I couldn't agree with you more, Dap. I mean, they're on the verge of getting swept by the White Sox. Yeah. I mean, the only thing worse would be getting swept by the, you know, Athletics. Well, it doesn't. Hey, look here. All right, look. All right. Ah. I, I get it. Our team ah. sucks. I get it. But do we have to kick them? I mean, come on, come on. Hey, we gave him a shining moment. I mean, who was that guy's <laughs> name? Shut up. Luther. Yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't help the Yankees, obviously, are also dealing with pitching injuries, too. Like, right? they've just. Cortez is dealing <laughs> with a shoulder strain. Um, who else? I, I forget who else right now. Um, they're just. They're dealing with a bunch of pitching injuries, too. So it's not. That's not helping their cause as far as winning games, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a mess. They they need they need Judge back in that lineup badly. 
uh, in order for them to be able to stay in contention. I'm just, this does not feel like a, you know, world series bound team at all. Like, right. if you look at this roster. It's, it's pretty ugly. <laughs> not going to lie. Like, so, yeah. oh, well, okay. So that is the end of that topic. Next quick hit is Jacob DeGrom, second Tommy John. Yeah, so I, I asked us to cover this topic because, you know, again, we are fantasy analysts, but, you know, people are constantly like, well, of course he got hurt. The thing is, if you saw that press conference and just, I mean, he looked destroyed. And who would be? Is Second Tommy John's typically, you know, kind of the death knell of somebody, you know, not being able to come back to even a percentage of what he was. When he was healthy, DeGrom, one of the best, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But that's the issue, right? When he was healthy. Um, so it's, I, I hate to see that happen to somebody. I hate to see somebody who's that talented, you know, kind of leave the game like that and not under their own kind of their decision. Um, you know, he just never seemed to have kind of any longevity to any season to this. On the other side, I mean, unless the Rangers have a ton of money, they just hamstrung themselves for a couple of years here um, as well. Um, I, I'm, again, I'm not talking about this being a bad contract and the signing, and I'm not going to get into that. But, uh, you know, that's it's, it's going to be kind of interesting to see how the Rangers pivot here uh, as well. So what do you think, Joe? I, I mean, everything you said is pretty spot on. You know, it's going to be sad. I mean, he's, he's going to be 35 here in like a month. Uh, that's going to be tough. He's going to be out for another another year in change. So what next time we see him will be late, late 2024. If probably not 2025 at this point, Um, (laughs) and um, I mean, look, he was, he was pitching well again. I mean, that's the thing, you know? And so it's, this guy's dominant when on, when he's on the mound, it's just, again, it's, it's why uh, we cut bait with him in our dynasty league last year. We were like, you know, we, he came back, he had like three good starts. We were like, Yep. <laughs> sold him off for yep. I forget we got a lot of good prospects for him. Uh, yeah, to, so to was, Grom, Sale, those are all the types of guys that if you get two or three good starts, you try to trade them as quickly as possible. Yeah, so it's sad to see. You know, I hope he can come back, but I, I'm not. Yeah, you know, he's going to come back in a very limited fashion. I, I believe he's not going to try to now, do a power he, arm anymore. Right. If he comes back and he's even you know 80, percent I would put him as a dominant closer. <laughs> Like he would be an amazing closer. Oh my god! But uh, yeah, I don't know. I it just it, it bummed me out, and I um, again, I just wanted to bring that up because occasionally that we we look at the human side of these players behind the the mask. So if you're in a dynasty league now, if you had him, right? Obviously, redraft gone. Don't right. even worry about it. Sure. Not even a second question. Right. Dynasty league though, like, do you trade him for pennies on the dollar at this point just to get rid of him? If you can find one of those, you know, you know, single A, double A players that, you know, maybe definitely not in the top, you know, 150, but, you know, one of those guys that you think is going to be a rocket ship, trade them. You know, the James Wood types, not obviously not James Wood now, but where he was, you know, a year or two ago and an unheralded kind of prospect. But yeah, if you can get anything for him, I, I would trade him. I, honestly, there's no way at his age, like if he was in his 20s, different story. At his age, you're looking at two years, 
probably before yeah. he starts doing mean minimum uh meaning uh minimal <laughs> meaning meaningful, meaningful uh yeah stats yeah no i agree i think get you know kind of get anything you can like I wouldn't trade him for somebody I would just drop. Like, right. No, no. Month, that's, you know, that's stupid. It's, yeah. it's got to it's gotta be somebody. It's got to be a project type of type of player, right. like like you're saying. So, yeah. Totally, totally agree. All right. Last man up here is Alec Menua. Has yeah. Been playing like Menua. Uh, <laughs> can he regain his form after being sent down? to the miners earlier this week after his latest shit show menor so i thought he was gonna get sit down like weeks ago i mean he yeah, was he was just he was just terrible I, I think they just didn't have anybody else to kind of bring up at the time or they're hoping to kind of you know uh not have him completely take a hit to his um you know ego there uh but you know it's interesting and Again, now people are coming out with theories of why things happen, right? But uh, Jack Barry um, on Twitter had a really great kind of breakdown of one of the reasons why he thinks Alex, Alec, sorry, is um, kind of struggling this season. And he pulled some video from August 2022 and then compared it to, you know, a May game this year. And Manoa used to be an incredibly methodical pitcher. He used to be very kind of slow in how he threw his pitches and then, you know, took his time in between. And at the, so in, in what Jack did and what he, when, when he analyzed with his tweet today, in the same time it took Manoa to throw three pitches in 2022, he went through five, uh, I'm sorry, a full five pitch at bat in 2023. And so basically what he's getting at, if you look through his whole um, thread, is that he's just gassed. And it makes sense if, if again, this is a theory and all those types of things, but, you know, and I'm not talking about his body shape, right? I'm not talking about, well, he's a bigger pitcher. Let's not get away from that. It makes sense that he suddenly is gassed having to go quicker. And we talked about this, too, in the offseason. We talked about this many times. This pitch clock is going to cause people to work faster, which is great for some pitchers, but other pitchers that are methodical, other pitchers that need to kind of catch their breath in between pitches, this is going to show them out. And I'm wondering if that's kind of the, the issue. He's not going to get a reprieve in AAA. It's not like they don't have a pitch clock, but it's going to be interesting. If he can figure that out, he, I think, I mean, we've seen his, he is great, right? Yeah. It's not, and so unless he's injured, there's got to be some type of tweak that needs to happen. I mean, I, yeah. I I looked at I looked at like pitch values and things like that. Like pitch velocity, all the same. Like it's no different. Sliders, fastball. Like you know, we're talking point something of a difference. But the pitch value is just the complete opposite end of the spectrum here. And so, uh, this is this is runs above average, right? Um, right. His fastball last year was 14.5. It's now negative 7.4. Slider was 4.9. It's now negative 9. Like, his two best pitches got obliterated (laughs) this year. Um, Or sorry, his sinker was the second best pitch, 9.7, which is still a 5. So that one's still working for him, just not as well as last year. But, yeah, I mean, you could be onto something, and, and, you know, all all the people that you – 
read this about or read this from on Twitter, you know, you could be on to something that the pitch clock could be affecting him. And I think we've heard that from some other pitchers, you know, some of the right. older guys kind of struggled with it initially. And I think they're figuring it out, right. You know, the game gamesmanship is, is sort of getting in there. And, but sure. I mean, I've been saying this from day one. I like the quicker pace of the game, sure. but they've got to tweak this just slightly because it is, it does feel kind of rushed at times. And you're like, I kind of want the pitcher to be able to breathe and right. like yeah. go, no, I actually don't like it. give them an extra like five <laughs> seconds. Like right. how much would that really matter? I don't know. Like there's gotta be something else they can do because it does just feel like some of these guys, they just can't think and you can tell, and it's just craziness. And then you know, obviously we can get all the, like the, umpires not giving them the time to like get an applause you know it's like this is nonsense here so right yeah i mean i think manoa has got to he's got to go down to the minors get used to this against you know lesser competition and come back up he's got the talent he's got to work through whatever issues are going on right now we've we've seen it we did not get drafted where he did this year because he sucked um that's <laughs> right. definitely not yeah. the case so and i'm glad that i do not have any shares of him anywhere uh yeah i missed on him everywhere I'm so, so J- joe are, are you picking um uh, on a long-term dynasty league are you looking at alex alec manoa or are you looking at ben attendee uh because i know that's aj gar's uh pick i mean yeah it's gonna be ben attendee right i mean aj's always right or are, are we talking like 2017 ben attendee 2018 ben attendee maybe i, I don't know should i go back on that soapbox i think so you might as well but and now we've all I'm come gonna, full circle. <laughs> I'm going to not let you do that. And come, just come on, Daddy That's Joe. our show for tonight. And tonight's show is brought to you by Bartolo Colon. It's brought to you by Tito. We could also say 2021 Ben Attendee. He was decent. Verlander Colon. Just kidding. Bartolo oh Verlando Colon. Oh, where's the one of him like rubbing his belly? That's the I best one. That one. Oh, Doesn't man. matter. Fail. All right. Thank you all for listening and watching. Um, yeah, there he is. Oh. Make sure we hit that uh, subscribe button, the like button. Uh, leave those comments. We appreciate it. And again, become an all-access member of Fantasy Six Pack at fantasysixpack.net slash plans. We will be back next week with another show. Have a good night, everyone.